My name's Paul Murphy and over the last two decades, one thing has constantly intrigued me. How do we get a consistent flow of targeted traffic to generate incredible profits and at the same time set up processes and systems that remove all the stresses and headaches that come with online marketing? Together, we will discover the unknown strategies that exist right now on how to set up powerful marketing systems that allow us to turn our businesses around fast and give us the power to not live life on someone else's terms that we never signed up for in the first place, but have the lives we always dreamed of. Traffic's the question, and this podcast will give you the solutions. Now, on with today's episode. What is up, guys? Hope you're having a great week. So today, um, we're going to be talking about Room 101. So the concept of Room 101 comes from the book 1984, which is by George Orwell. And there was also um, a lot of things that have spun off from that book, right? They had the series Big Brother, which is Big Brother is Watching You. And Room 101, which is actually a comedy TV show in the UK where people put things into Room 101 that they don't like, right? So uh, this episode's going to be a, a, a real behind-the-scenes episode. It's stuff I've never revealed. I'm obviously not going to name and shame, and I'm going to make it kind of light um, and fun. But obviously, I wanted to do this because I think it's really important to talk about some of the things that I don't like about the industry and some of you guys will resonate. Some of you will kind of know what to look out for, right? And I don't know if there's going to be advice in here that's going to help you or whatever, but I just thought it was really important to document it for you guys. And then you can kind of, you know, be aware, right? And um, obviously just know what this, what really goes on, because a lot of people don't talk about this stuff, right? And um, like I said, I've never seen anybody talk about it. And I thought, you know, with episode 101, we're going to have room 101, right? But before we get into that, I want to give you some updates, right? So this week, uh, we launched our ATS Quantum, which is our mastermind, uh, sorry, 12-week uh, coaching mastermind, which is basically, I've got like a number of uh, premium courses, and people inside those premium courses can actually get pr- basically private coaching with me. And uh, it's um, basically a 12-week program. And uh, people can basically like literally come with any of their marketing issues and I will help them with that on a weekly basis. In fact, I help them on a daily basis. Right. Um, So. So, yeah, so that's really successful. We've had our second call today um, um, as of recording this, which is this is coming out on Friday, but um, I'm actually recording this on the Thursday. So I just come off my second call and uh, the first week was like a welcome call. And then we kind of put a couple of emails out and filled up a couple of the last seats. Then we closed it and we literally had our first weekly call this week. Um, And uh, it's really good to actually put names to faces and things like that. Also, over the last uh, month and a half, we've been um, going all in on our gold membership. And the gold membership um, has been doing going from strength to strength. We've had the best week we've ever had this week. We are actually closing the offer on Monday. I'll put a link if you get this episode before Monday and you're interested in joining. You can get grandfathered in at the lowest price ever and you get a free month and a ton of free bonuses, right? And um, yeah, basically it is going up Monday midnight. So um, there is a help desk on the form. So if you wanted to kind of have a look at it and if you've got any questions, Kevin can reply to you on Monday um, and you'll still have a chance to get in. And then at midnight, it goes up to $47 um, and we'll never obviously have it at that price again. So we've just had hundreds of people join this. We're in multiple six figures a year um, and we want to get that to seven figures um, 
between May, uh, sorry, between March, the end of March and the end of April, May, June. <laughs> yeah, so between three and six months of the year. Um, so we're going all in with that. And the, the plan is, is we're building out a magic funnel um, for that. Um, and then we're going to be um, also, uh, we're going to be combining for the first time in over two years, um, we're going to be combining um, organic with paid ads. We've got a new strategy that we're going to be testing out and then I'll be feeding that back in. But you've probably heard me talk about that on a couple of the last episodes. So here we go. So room 101. And like I say, I'm not going to do this as a moaning session, obviously, because it could quite easily go that way, right? Especially when you start talking about things you don't like. So I'm going to you know, I'll talk about each one of these things and then I'll give you some insights. And, and if there's anything I can help you with, like in case it comes your way or if you're dealing with it now, then, you know, I'll obviously impart that as we go through. So the first thing is sleazy selling. OK, better call Saul, right? Um, and, you know, this kind of sleazy selling. And I, I don't see as much of it these days because people have grown up in marketing. But every now and then you see these sleazy sellers online, right? And... Um, you know, and I come from, I actually used to sell home and motor insurance over the phone, right? And I wouldn't say it was sleazy selling, but it was probably, it was it was a good basis for learning how to sell because people never wanted to be on those calls, right? Because And now it's all gone online. We're going back over 20 years, right? Before it all went online, I was actually working at AXA. I was in the team that put the very, very first car insurance online in the UK. I was actually um, in that team in um, in London. At AXA and we won an award for it right and um you know but basically um you know that uh, that basis was was quite an interesting curve and sometimes every now and then I go into sales mode right but everyone seems to forgive me um I think people just expect it as part of my personality a little bit but uh, but I hate sleazy selling right and I haven't really got anything more to add to that I just hate the people that do that kind of sleazy selling Another thing I really hate, and it is it is kind of essential to have scarcity in your marketing, especially, you know, you need to have a deadline, you need to know, people need to know when it's closing, and you will find that your sales will quadruple, um, you know, or can quadruple on the last day by having a deadline, right? So it's really, it's, scarcity is a very important marketing tool, but fake scarcity is something I despise, Right. This is going to close in three days and then it doesn't, right? And people kind of are led to believe they've got to get in and it doesn't close. And, um, you know, sometimes like I've said, you know, here's a deadline and then I've gone in the next day and it hasn't been switched off. I've forgotten or something. So I have to quickly go and switch it off. And then I feel really guilty, right? Because I think, oh my God, I've done it, right? But, you know, it, but by the by, you know, obviously you want to be integral. And the reason I hate that is because obviously if you're going to be spending money with somebody, you're going to be, you know, especially coaches and consultants and things like that online and you're learning from that person, it's not a really good way to get off on a good foot is if you start being disingenuous, right? You're not going to be good. So, you know, it's kind of like a bit of a bugbear of mine, that fake scarcity. Auto webinars, just-in-time webinars where they tell you that it's going to be live, right? I absolutely despise them. And that I had a real dilemma for quite a few years because I was running a webinar and I didn't want to go live because I was I was paranoid about going live I was scared right I don't know what I was scared of but I was scared and I wouldn't do this thing and I recorded it recorded it recorded it um so it was an auto webinar and um for the first um you know for the first two years it didn't have any questions or anything in it because I didn't want to pretend that there were questions when there weren't right and um you know so I you know I obviously had this kind of bugbear about it even back then 
And, you know, I used to go to a lot of webinars and I'd see the same webinar being played. You know, somebody would promote it and then a week later somebody would promote and it's the same webinar and it would do the same things and say the same things or she. Um, and it, and I just felt duped, right? And I thought, well, I don't want to spend money with that person, right? So so uh, auto webinars, uh, I think, are disingenuous and I wouldn't recommend unless there is a way to do it though, right? If you don't, if it, it, as long as it's an on-demand training, right? Where, um, and again, don't get me wrong, my auto webinar at the moment does go into a recording of one of my webinars and I don't like that, right? But we haven't managed to to replace it. So, you know, I'm obviously um, holding my hand up here for one of my own bugbears. I, I don't want it and I, I want to change it. But but basically, um, yeah, so I would recommend um, if you want to kind of, if you agree with me on that, some people don't, right? But I think it's good to build to build integrity, and 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 there's a couple of things you can do. So you can say on demand, attend my on demand training, and somewhere let them know it is a recording, right? Now, obviously, because of that, if you're putting them in an actual webinar, which is like a live environment, and you've already admitted it's it's a recording, it will lose some interest, right? People will opt out and just get the replay, or you know, leave. Uh, people prefer a live experience, so that's why auto webinars work. But what I generally do is I don't say it's not live, but I don't say it's live. I say, here's my on-demand training, right? And I leave it at that. And uh, I'm okay with that. Um, but again, people are getting more savvy now and they don't act, they actually know anyway, right? So our auto webinar has like reduced in the conversion rates. It's gone right downhill. Um, and it, it, it And the actual same webinar, I run live and it crashes every single time. So it's not the webinar itself. It's just the format, right? So that's that was number three. Anyway, I don't have much more to add on that, but you know, obviously, a couple of takeaways. Um, number four is the way people change online, right? And um, I don't think I've changed. I think I've stayed pretty true to myself, right, since I started. But people get a bit weird, right? Now, I think you know, it kind of keeping yourself, make sure, like whatever you do online, just tr- stay who you are. Because it's what's going to make you endear to people. Because I've seen this. I've seen people who have come in and they've been really polite and really nice to everyone. And they're helping everyone in Facebook groups. And they're kind of doing, you know, they're, they're kind of really, really lovely and friendly. And then suddenly they get a bit of success and they just turn into the rudest, weirdest people, right? Again, I'm not going to give any names here, but there's quite a lot of people I've seen do this, right? And then they get weird towards other people as well in the industry and even people you know, who, who want to work with them and do stuff. And it's kind of like, and I saw one uh, one of the so-called gurus the other day having a go at somebody in his own course. So they've paid, this person's paid him a lot of money and he, and he wasn't having a go in a nice way. He said, um, big shout out to, and he put the name of the guru, right? And he, and he was doing two or $3,000 a day with this thing and he put up his stats of what he was earning and this guru I was I nearly said the name this guru under and then a lot of people said when's your course where's your course where's your course right because this guy's doing really well and this guy wasn't offering a course not in this post anyway and the person that I was going to name right basically then came out and said I nearly said it then uh, the person that I was going to um, <laughs> name I have to edit that bit I actually nearly said half the name so I'll edit that you won't hear that but basically, the person whose course it was then went and said, "I am gonna um, sue you. I'm gonna sue you. You, 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 you. You've all you've done is hit up my support desk, ask lots of silly questions, rah 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 rah. Right? 
And the person who were getting the stats was very respectful back. And I respect that guy, right? I don't respect the guru. The guru's doing really, really well in the industry. How rude, right? This person's doing really well and he's giving you a shout out. If you don't want the post, delete the post and, and let them know that that's not welcome. But this person was kind of sharing his winnings with the rest of the group to inspire them. Weren't trying to sell a course. So, you know, again, this person changed. And, and again, I'm not moaning. I just think, you know, why be like that, right? At the end of the day, what tends to happen, right? This is kind of, I kind of see this as people are really, really nice. You get a bit of success and they get a bit of a following, right? A little bit of a following, right? And if you take my following, for example, like if you take me as an example, right? I've got a very small following, but I've got, you know, obviously I've got people who are inside my courses. I've got people on my YouTube channel. I've got people on my email list. So what happens is when you're doing that all day, every day, I think sometimes your ego can run away with itself, right? And I'm 50 years, or I'm 51 years old at the end of this month, right? And um, I think if I was 20 years younger, I'm not surprised, I wouldn't be surprised if I was the same. But, um, you know, so it's not, you know, it's not that I'm immune to that. It's just that I'm, as I've got older, I kind of see it and I recognize it and, and I, I have to stop myself, right? And Because what happens is you get immersed in this world and you see, you think you're bigger than you are and you're not, right? You're not that big. You're just somebody who's a couple of steps ahead of other people, and if you are a coach or a consultant or, you know, you've got online courses, your job is to help people and service people. So, you know, be humble. Don't be a dick, right? <laughs> That's my advice. So, you know, that is that is a definite, um, you know, pet hate, how you see some people change. And, you know, it's sad, really, because at the end of the day, I'm, I, I do wonder whether some of these people actually like the job they're doing or whether they're just in it for the money. Some people I think are, right? And they can they can still make loads of money and do this. I couldn't, you know, I do it to serve. So, you know, that's you know, that's that brings me on to the next one actually. People who put paywalls behind everything and won't service you first. And the and, and everything where they do serve first is all, you know, like a webinar where it's free lame secrets that don't show you anything, right? Or a VSL with, you know, Nothing really in there. Now, that is a strategy. Don't get me wrong. That is a strategy to marketing. But I think it's becoming, I think these people are going to be left behind because um, I think people are now getting, they want more value, right? Because you can learn everything on YouTube. So if you want someone to purchase your course or buy into your systems, then it's got to be about a lot more than just the training, right? Because people can get a lot of that on YouTube. So, you know, you want to be able to offer a lot of free value and build no like and trust with people. No like and trust is so important now. It's the most important thing right now. You know, we've been talking about it for years, but I think it's up there, which is, you know, why we do what we do on YouTube, because it, it obviously services people and helps them, right? Uh, 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 you know, at the level that they want, and then they feel comfortable to buy from you. But, you know, that's another thing is that people will put everything behind a paywall and again, I mean, it's on them, really. I mean, I think they're going to suffer. And I think that now we're hitting a recession, people are turning to people that are going to help them, right, and service them. Um, and those old strategies, I think uh, um, we're moving on from that now. I think we're finally moving on from that, which is, you know, I'm actually pleased about that. Um, so, you know, if you're serving people online, go and serve, right? Go and help people. Go and help people for free. You know, you'll get so much more out of it personally and financially. I promise you, it's like it's it's incredible. Um, so that brings me to the next one, which is people who copy and paste emails when they want to work with me. Right? 
<laughs> we get tons of these a day, like people who want, like, I must get, I reckon, about 10 to 15 emails a week of people offering me money to sponsor my uh, podcast, to sponsor my YouTube channel, right? So I get a lot of people want to sponsor, but because we want all the traffic going to our things, I don't take it, right? I, I don't even run ads on my YouTube videos, right? Rarely. I mean, I'm doing one at the moment just because I'm doing an experiment, but I don't run ads on my YouTube videos because we want the traffic, right? I don't want the traffic taken away. I don't want to send the traffic away. I want the traffic with me. Um, so, so yeah, so we do not accept paid promotion. And I've been offered a lot of money, actually, ridiculous money on some of them, but I just won't do it, right? Because it's, one, obviously it doesn't serve my audience and it kind of makes me look disingenuous with what I teach as well, which isn't good. But, um, but you know, what we get is sometimes we get these emails, right? Um, very Pretty much every day, actually, we get these emails that are, hello, Paul Murphy, Paul Murphy written in capital letters, or hello, Paul Murphy, Passive Income Ladder, right? The name of my channel, <laughs> right? I love your Paul Murphy Passive Income Ladder channel, right? And you can tell they've just copy-pasted that bit in and say, I'm a big fan and I've watched every single video on Paul Murphy Passive Income Ladder. They don't go into detail about it. They don't say this, that or the other. Sometimes they've put my name at the top, but that's easy to find, right? Because it's in the name of the channel. But you can spot, smell it a mile off, right? And what they're doing is, is they're blasting this, they've got a bit of software that just takes the name of the channels or the name of the video, right? And they just blast it, right? They get a massive email list and they blast it. And somebody, some will get back to them, right? But I'm never going to work with those people, right? For for one, like, you know, say hello, how you doing? What, who are you? What, what, you know, how do you know me? Let's have a conversation. You know, that's a good start. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to work with you, but that's going to be at least a, a start for that to happen, right? That's going to be a good way for us to, to start building a conversation. Um, and, you know, and we have to filter out a lot of these. I mean, sometimes Google pick, uh, Gmail picks it up because we put all of our stuff into our Gmail, right? So Gmail picks it up, but um, some of them, but not not all of them, right? So we have to filter a lot of those and they ain't never going to get our attention, guys. So, you know, if you're getting those emails or if you're thinking of doing something like that to get attention, um, how's that working for you, right? Because <laughs> because because it, it wouldn't work with me, right? But yeah, so you know, I, I don't know if there's a takeaway from that. Either don't do it if you're doing it. You know, it take. I reckon you'd have so much more success if instead of blasting ten thousand emails, if you sat and wrote ten emails to ten people that you actually follow online, that you actually know a lot of their stuff, that you've learned stuff from, right? You probably get one to one. You'll probably get most of them come back to you, right? And also, by the way, on a side note, um, don't contact people on Facebook because a lot of people don't look at their Facebook. A lot of people have their pages or their profiles set up for business so they don't check the inbox because the inbox gets cluttered and it gets kind of bombarded. I get a lot of emails. I don't know about you guys, right? I get a lot of emails. I see we're in some of the same groups. I get that a lot, right? Like loads and loads, like every day. And... um, you know, and then people write you an essay and introduce themselves. Again, that's not going to get my attention because it's like the wrong place to contact me for starters. And and also, I haven't got time to sit and read like a massive like messenger thing from like loads of people all saying we're in the same group when I don't even know that they're not necessarily know me. They're just kind of saying hello, which is nice. But again, it's a bit of a waste of time. It doesn't really work. And actually, I don't check my emails a lot anyway. I, in that area... Um, I think we have it monitored now, but I don't really check, right? If there is anything that is for me, I, uh, Kevin lets me know and I monitor it. Um, 
but usually it's only people that I've actually spoke to in there that get my attention. And, you know, I've had, um, yeah, and, and I used to do that. I used to actually email people via Facebook and they wouldn't reply. And then I realized that most people don't see them in there. It's kind of weird. So that's that one. Okay. And the next one is like room 101, putting room 101 into room 101, right? Is the industry itself. Although I absolutely love my job and I love what I do for a living, right? I love um, building funnels and marketing. I love all that. But there is a big element of this industry that you just look at and you think, I just don't like it, right? I don't like certain parts of it. Um, and, um, yeah, I don't really have anything more to add to that, but the whole industry sometimes feels a bit weird, right? I don't know if some of you ever feel like that, but you know, but you're not alone, right? I'm, I feel like that too. I'm kind of, sometimes I look at the, the industry as a whole and I think, oh my God, what is this doing? Right. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like that. Um, and I don't want to go into too much specifics because, I love I love marketing. Marketing itself is is such a fascinating. I love the psychology of marketing. I love you know there's so much to learn. It's so much fun and I love building funnels and serving and coaching like everything. So the industry itself obviously I don't hate completely because that's what taught me everything I know. But as a whole, you know, the kind of, you know, that's kind of that's a bit of a weird one, but it's true. Um so the next one is look at my car bro marketing right who's fed up with that now i know it works it works so you know fair play if it works if standing in front of a lamborghini or basically standing getting off a helicopter and standing in a room full of money like uh uh, christini john christini did if you like all that sort of stuff you know if it's going to work for you it's going to work for you right but it's not for me. <laughs> I don't. I don't have connections with any of those people in the industry just because they're not my people, right? <laughs> it's kind of that. It's it's not me. But it's um yeah. But again, you know, I I know that I know that that works, right? So I can't tell you not to do it if you're young and eighteen and you've got a Lamborghini, or you can go and stand next to a Lamborghini to get people clicking on your ads. Fair play to you. But it's not me, right? I don't. I don't like that side of the industry. I think I find it a bit sleazy, right? <laughs> so yeah. So So yeah, the next one is the lack of free training around. And I kind of mentioned this earlier, right? So, you know, be go and serve, right? Go and put free training out. Go and help people for free. So much more is going to come back to you, right? And I think I've, you know, I've already touched on that, so I've kind of done that. Now, the next one is fake gurus, right? People out there that go and copy other people's courses, right? Or go and sell other people's courses and things like that. You know, my courses have been appearing up for sale for like next to nothing. And we have someone who goes and takes them down and sues them, right? We have someone who does that. But they still appear, right? They they pop up again, they pop up again. I mean, I don't lose any sleep over it because at the end of the day, those people are not getting... They're only getting some videos that are out of date, right? They're not getting the up-to-date training, they're not getting all the everything else that goes with it. So... You know the community aspect. The you know so the thing is is that they're not really getting what what they pay for, but well they're getting what they pay for because they're paying next to nothing for you know for old training, right? Quite often. But having said that, you know people, you know go and make your own. It's not you know learn learn this industry, guys. Go and learn it and make your own money. You can make so much more money, right? And um, don't you know just go and copy someone else's course and train it. Right, that person who's taking your course might as well go and um, might as well go and um, 
learn from the person that you learn it from, right? Because they're more likely to get results because that person's going to be able to answer questions based on their training. They're going to be able to point people in the right direction. They're going to have the results. They're going to know what's what, right? And I'll tell you what, it's actually way harder for you to sell a course without getting results first, right? And some people have done it, right? There's a couple of big gurus who've just literally copied courses, copied videos on YouTube, literally word for word and just reshot them. And, made, and done well because the algorithm obviously that video already worked the algorithm works but it's plagiarism it's illegal it's unethical I don't like it right and I wouldn't do it but again you know <laughs> if you want to be that person that does that on your head be it but um but it's I would my advice would be you know learn a little bit of marketing go and you know, go and test out lots of different marketing wins until you've got something that works, then that's yours, right? That thing is yours. That's how I discovered uh, ranking YouTube videos on the front page of Google. No one else was doing it. It was mine. I claimed it, right? And I went deep and I show people. And, you know, I was told four years ago that everyone was going to copy me and do it. And no one has. Because, you know, at the end of the day, people either learn it and crash it with their businesses and they don't really want to be coaches. Um or they move on to something else, right? So, you know, it's funny. But you you, 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 you want to be able to kind of, you know, I, I don't go and buy a course and then just reshoot it um, and try and sell it, right? It's it, it's not serving that person at the best level. They might as well learn from the other per- people, right? And also, you know, for you guys who are looking for courses and things like that, that's a good thing to look out for, right? Are these people getting results with what they teach, Right. Do, do a little bit of research, see if they cover that in their webinar or whatever at first and, go and just go and see what they're doing, right? Because if they are, then you're, you're on to a winner, right? So that's that one. And um, um, <laughs> this one here, we are adding back in paid ads, right? Because I've got, I've got a really good inkling about something that I think is going to work really well with YouTube videos um, because I'm interviewing uh, Tom Breeze at the end of the month. I'm interviewing him about this thing right and um it's not a pay it's not a jv or anything promotion i actually got him to come on so that i can basically get free coaching right i can basically interview him and 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 get get all the information for all of us so that we can find out what this is so this but the thing is is that he spoke with me at emc and he mentioned something about paid ads that i think oh my god so we're going to be doing that right and uh, it sounds like my phone's ringing but it's not okay cool (laughs) It was kind of weird. Okay, so I've got a, um, I've got this um, Apple Watch Ultra, which I won for selling um, ClickFunnels um, 2.0, right? I actually got um, enough. I, I, in the competition, I won this anyway, basically, and I got it just before Christmas. And um, yeah, I've just been playing with it. It's really good fun. It's really good for like podcasts. You can just pause when you're in the shop. <laughs> That's what I've discovered so far. I've only had it on a few days. I actually got it, put it in a drawer and forgot about it. And then I found it the other day and I'm like, oh my God, I've got that. So yeah, so that, so so my uh, number 10 is paid ads. Stress me out, <laughs> right? I like the idea of building evergreen traffic systems and not having paid ads. And every time I've run paid ads, I've had limited success, right? I've had a little bit here, a little bit there, but then I've often switched them off and I haven't run t- ads as of recording this for two years. But by the end of this month, we will break that two year um, hiatus or whatever you call it because we're going to be running ads again so I'm actually quite excited about doing it but I'm slightly nervous right because ads have changed in the last two years massively 
right? A lot of the stuff you, you used to be able to do with ads, you can't do anymore. A lot of the tracking's all messed up. So, but again, we've got to we've got to dig in and have a play with these things because I think you know it could be really vital to helping people, and it's going to be obviously vital to helping my business as well. But paid ads are a thing I don't like at all. They stress me out to the max, right? And that's not me telling you not to run paid ads. Um, I'm just saying um, the takeaway from that really is just that I don't like paid ads because, um, yeah, I don't know what it is. Every single paid ad platform I've ever done, I've had to switch off because I just think, oh, I've got to keep an eye on that. I've got to. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of stress. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. That's why I love Evergreen free traffic because it's just fun, right? I'm sitting here now and money's coming in and ching ching here and there. And it's all cut done via, you know, YouTube and my email lists and my automations and everything. Everything's just happening on autopilot. And, um, you know, I don't have to go and worry how much I've spent, what's my ROI and all that sort of stuff. So I quite like that. But again, I am actually going to be doing it again. For how long? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out, right? Um, okay. And my, the last one I've got on this list, so there's probably some more I could think of. So if I do... Room 101 part two, a bit later on. If I think of some more, I'll, I'll do some more. But um, I hate it when people don't give people a chance, right? Because sometimes like some, like at the end of the day, like the people who learn from me, I'm not a guru. I hate that term. I'm two steps, one or two steps ahead generally than most people that are learning from me. That's it. And I'm only one or two steps ahead in what they're learning from me. Like, when I get to know some of these people, they're all way ahead of me in other areas of life, right? So let's keep it real, guys. Give people a chance. We all had to start somewhere at one time, right? So, I, 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 you know, I want, I want people to feel like they have a chance when they do this. And I don't like it when people shoot them down, especially in places like Facebook or whatever, where you can see, you know, someone asks a question and it seems like a stupid question. Because the person answering it's been doing it for five years and the person that asked it has only just joined. They don't know. And someone just puts a really kind of rude comment, right? Like, you know, or sarcastic comment or something like that. And it really bugs me because I think that person might get put off and they might not want to come back, you know. They might think, oh, this is a horrible industry. Or, you know, it can take one bad experience at that stage. Um, And I think we should all, you know, give each other a chance. You know, we're all in it together, right? So, yeah, so I don't know. The takeaway from that would be is obviously be nice to people, right? It's not that hard. It's it's really not, um, you know, I know that some people like to get in arguments on Facebook and do that, but I don't spend my time doing that. And you find that those people that get in those arguments in those groups and they're kind of arguing about this, that and the other, they're not the ones generally making the money, right? Because you'll find that they're the ones who kind of are just being the know-it-alls and the ones that are getting on with it and making the money, are not they're not spending time doing that, right? So you keep an eye on that, right? If you find people are getting into arguments, like, oh, this and the other, are they the ones who are actually really doing well online or are they just basically spending all their day in groups arguing and things like that? And quite often it's the latter, right? <laughs> so, yeah, so that's my Room 101, guys. Hopefully there's some good takeaways. Maybe there isn't. But I also just wanted to peel back the curtain and just give you some of the behind the scenes, some of the things that go on. I prob- you know, I probably will never do this again. I just thought it'd be a fun thing to do because I don't see anyone ever doing it. I've never done it. There you go. You know what I really don't like about online marketing. It's all there. It's all open. And I shall see you guys in the next episode. Have a good one. Take care. 
If you are tired of paying for ads that do not deliver and you need to reach a super targeted audience, driving them direct to your products and services with free, targeted, evergreen traffic on Google and YouTube, then our gold membership is designed specifically to help you get results fast by claiming your first free Google ads. Now, the great thing is, is that your first two weeks are completely free. To get started, head over to iservefirst.com. That's iservefirst.com. Links in the show notes. And you'll be able to start driving 100% free targeted traffic to your business today.